Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm joined by trainer Dominic Ingle. Dom, uh, looks like a new additions have uh, joined your, your gym recently. Just tell me quickly about Danny Moreau and, and also Bradley Skeet. How are they getting on? Yeah, you know, Danny's doing well. He had his first fight the other day. Um, Box really well. Dave's showed it, showed him every trick in the book. Uh, he, he looks smooth. He got all the moves, and you know Dave's done a great job with him to this point. But he obviously needs somebody to take him to the next level. So he, he's moved down to the gym, uh, into the gym, you know, sparring and training with better quality lads. You need to train with somebody when you're that young, you know, work out, get the ideas off him. So Danny's doing well and he's on his way and he's, he's traveling from Doncaster every day. Bradley Skeet's in the gym. You know, he's had two years off. He's dropped about a stone while he's been here in the last four weeks. He's looking for something in the new year. You know, I said, well, we'll have a look at what you've got. We'll do a little bit of open spar and see what you've got left. His style always interested me because he's got a good defensive kind of angle style anyway, hit and not get hit kind of uh, style, which is, is always good to see. So, you know, always been an admirer of his and he's found his way up to the gym and he's enjoying it. How did Bradley Skeet end up there? Uh, how did he end up well he, you know he, he used to uh, speak to my dad at the Boxing Writers Meet uh, uh, Awards every year and a few kids from the gym and he always kept in contact with them and I think one day he just found his way up here he just came up and gave it a try and uh, you know it's working out for him so far he's, he's knuckling down he's doing the work he's enjoying it rejuvenated so you know who knows he's a quality, he's a quality operator uh, he can fight and uh, he has got a good style and maybe he's got a year or two left or one or two fights we'll only know when he's, he steps back in that ring okay, Fair enough Yeah, it's been a long time out for Bradley but good to see uh, him back in the sport um, how much do you think he's got left in him Dom or are we, can we only tell that after he fights you know what looking at him training he, he, I think he'll be fighting at 11 stone he's got plenty he's, he's competitive with the kids he's, he's got good time and he's, he's good at body sparring um good runs competitive and everything and he's listening and learning and 
you can generally tell with fighters, you know, when they've got nothing left. And I think the two-year layoff has probably done him good, probably lost a little bit of interest. Uh, and, and for boxers, they need something new sometimes. They need to be rejuvenated, take a bit of a step back, see how much they miss it. And then recommit. And like I said, we'll, we'll know from his first open spar, I think. We'll give a little bit of sparring. We'll see how, how well he's doing. Uh, and then he's looking for the right five. Before we talk about uh, the rest of the fighters at your gym, I do want to talk to you about last night where Kel Brook got stopped by Terence Crawford. Your just the assessment of the fight, please, Dom. Um, Lucky Rose can be an hard fight for Kel. Um, you know, especially going into that fight, doing it yourself more or less. You know, it doesn't matter what people say. At the end of the day, you've got to know a fight. I've known Kel a long time. And you've got them type of fights. You've got, you've got to have the right team around you, keeping you on track. It's no good people just pumping you up and telling you what you want to hear. Uh, and, you know, it's calling you champ or whatever you're doing. That's, <laughs> that's nothing. It's all to do with the training we kill, but it's always, to, it's always what's happening in the training camps. And, you know, look at the fight he had with Errol Spence and Golovkin. He's only lost to the top guys, but he was always competitive in those fights. Last night, he looked good for two rounds. He, he did look good. He looked sharp. But he didn't really get hit. But you have to understand that Terence was, you know, going in his non-preferred style. He came out orthodox. And whether that was to throw Kel or just to gauge Kel. But, you know, imagine having the confidence to do that. You know, when we kill Brooke and you're going out in your non-favorable stance. Um, and maybe that's why Kel won the first two rounds. Uh, maybe, you know, Crawford having the confidence to do that when he did switch Southpaw, gave him more confidence. And Kel is good with Southpaw. Look, he's, he's boxed plenty of Southpaws, Errol Spence being one of the best. Um, but he, he, he got caught with a shot, what Kel usually catches other people with. You know, he's knocked a lot of people out with the same shot. It's a bit ironic, really. And if you look at the slow motion clip, he didn't even blink. He didn't move his head. He, he, the, the, the shot was well timed, or Kel just didn't see it coming. And how often do you see Kel stumble halfway across the ring into the ropes? If you look at the times he got caught by Golovkin and Senchenko, he, he caught the shot, wobbled it a bit, righted himself. He had a clear vision of the opponent in front of him. But last night, he kind of tucked up on the ropes uh, and covered up and gave Crawford time to, to close him down again. So, you know, for me, I don't think Kel's shot. I just think it's a case of that, like I've said time and time and time again, when you're losing weight, you can lose weight. Kills, you always get down to that weight. But when you start losing water from your muscles and in your body, it starts taking it from your brain. It starts dehydrating your brain. Um, you can't really have that when you're getting older. So it doesn't matter whether you've made the weight all right. The recovery process of rehydrating your body and making sure that your brain's rehydrated again, maybe that can't be done in 24 or 26 or 30 hours at an older age. When you're younger, maybe so. And it, and it, has, it, has, been, it has been done by Kel. When he boxed at 11 stone, you're not dehydrating your body and your brain that much. So he got hit with a decent shot, a well-timed shot, but it's nothing of the, uh, the power of uh, Golovkin or Errol Spence. And it almost had, you know, almost, that's, that was the beginning of the end for him. So I think it was always going to be a risk going back down to 10-7. That's why fighters move up as they get older. Uh, you know, Kel has got a, a tremendous chin. Um, so, you know, maybe he should never have gone down to 10-7, but if the fight's there, he's, he's chanced his arm and, and it's, it's not worked out for him. Do you think the stoppage was fair, Dom? Yeah, because, you know, you, you don't often see Kel uh, in that position. Like I say, when he gets caught with a shot, even against Golovkin and Senchenko, he, he balanced himself to the rope, got the clear vision, his head cleared, his, his, his head cleared instantly, and then he fought back. But there was none of that this time. There was no even holding or grabbing or trying to be defensive or anything. He just turned and 
covered up uh, and got hit with shots. And it made it an easy job for Crawford, to be honest. Um, so, you know, it was disappointing. I don't mean disappointing that he got beaten, just disappointing to see him go out that way, really. Because, uh, you know, Kel has got a lot more than that. If Kel does decide to carry on, do you think he can only operate uh, at 154, Dom? Yeah, you know, it's too much. He's, he's a big ass getting down to that way. Like I said, Kel has got a lot of determination. Can't fault him for that. You know, the training camps he did with me, you know, he, he put everything in. He always always put 100% in. But you just can't beat for the time sometimes. You just can't. You know, in it, we're all, look, in his own minds, even I'm 50 odd, we all think we can do what we do when we're 21. But the reality is we can't. And like I've always said, you know, the disappointing thing for me is I honestly do believe that Kelbrook was the best at 147. He'd be, he would beat them all uh, in his prime. But just stuff, you know, through his career, the setbacks, the accidents, the stabbings, all that kind of stuff, it, it, has, it takes its toll on your body. And, um, you know, that's what set Kel back. He, he, look how Sean Porter did after, after getting beat by Kelly. came back stronger, a good fight, which Kel failed to do. So, he's sad, really, because I do think that Kel had the beating of a lot of them. Uh, the, the cards, you know, just didn't fall right for him, or the dice, or whatever you want to say. Yeah. Whatever Kel decides to do next, we wish him the best uh, in whatever he does. Dominic, what is the situation with Willie Hutchison and Leron Richards? Yeah, I've seen the, the, the fights on. Um, we've, uh, I spoke to uh, Frank Warren and his team and, you know, the, the, the date's set for December, whichever way is it, the first weekend in December. Yeah. So, you know, everything's quiet at the minute, but whether that's down to COVID, I don't know, everybody's keeping tight lips about everything, everybody's training behind closed doors and, and keeping the, the cards close to the chest. So, you know, we're training for a fight, we're training for the British title fight. Um, Laurel Mitchell says he's having the fight, so that's, that's good enough for us, but we're definitely fighting on that day. Okay, and, and you believe it's not too soon for Willie? No, listen, he's had 13 fights now. He was an amateur, even uh, amateur world amateur champion, but that doesn't really count for a great deal in the, in the pro game because it's a different game, but it just shows the level he's got. He sparred Lerone, he sparred Shaq Pitters, he sparred Boatse, he sparred all these guys. So, look, you know, sparring, sparring, but to be able to get in with those guys in the first place and, and have decent spars and just the way he is now, you know, he, he's, he's ready for that fight. Hopeful to see uh, your man Liam Williams uh, in against Demetrius Andrade early next year, Dominic? Yeah, hopefully. I mean, Liam's back up. Uh, he's been training in Wales, ticking over, but he's back up tomorrow uh, to start back. And we're going to have to have a good long talk because it's going to be over the Christmas period, which is always going to be difficult for fighters. It's always a difficult time. But, you know, we're going to have to sit down and work out the plan um, and expect that fight probably sooner than later. I don't think Eddie's going to do Liam any favours and give him the exact date. He's going to keep him hanging, but that's all part of the game. You know, uh, Android is his, his man, um, but Liam's there, you know, to upset the apple cart and he's had a great, you know, he's had a great two years, uh, Liam Williams, he's, he's done really well. And um, so it's a case of keeping Liam on track uh, and getting to that world title shot and hopefully winning it. Haven't heard anything from Kid G or any news on him recently, has well, he? Well, it's funny you should say that because at this minute while I'm doing this interview, he just tried calling me. Can you see, still see me? <laughs> no, you've gone. Yeah, you've... yeah, yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna mess that call up for us, isn't he? I don't know what we're gonna do in the uh, videos there. But like, I've got myself up in the picture. Um, don't know what we're gonna do about that. Well, there we are. Are you back? He's doing it again. I wish he'd stop with it, but he can't. I can't answer that call and whatever. But anyway, so um, yeah, he's, he's still training. We're still we're still sorting out with Eddie what we're gonna do about this Morrington fire. They want to do the Kanzu. 
So, you know, each um, Kanzu and Warrington were stipulated by the IBF to go on by the end of November. Uh, you know, and that's not going to happen. So we're having to work around that because we need to look out for the best interest of Kid Galahad, you know, regardless of what uh, Josh Warrington's doing. So, you know, Barry's in the gym. He's always on an even keel. He's always training. He's always, you know, 80% fit. I'm ready to strike. Yeah, but he's, the next time he books for that ball title fight, he's got to win it. So we've got to do what's the best for Barry. Any new songs coming out? Sorry? So any new songs coming out? Any new tracks? Yeah, no, I've done, listen, I've done, I've done songs. I mean, I've got, I've got seven or eight done and uh, I was down, uh, I was down in London the other week with Danny from, Danny from the script and we wrote a song uh, we've done a bit of work together and it's really the time for releasing music at the minute it's not, it's not the right time unless you're a big, a big star and you know Fast Corridor was a great song I'm still getting people commenting on it now uh, there's, there's more serious songs serious songs coming out um, so you know it's, it's, it will be coming out um, but really boxing is always going to take precedent and I'm busy with the boxing and you know what you're thinking in the times of COVID, it'd be a bit slower and a bit slowed down, but it's not it's actually, you've got to keep on it more because these fighters, you know, they're thinking, well, nothing's happening. Uh, we can do this and we can, we can mooch around a little bit, but you've got to keep them on it and keep them, you know, but something's got to be regular in the life and that's got to be training. So it's, it's like, you know, we're training for fights, and, but we're not getting paid, but we've got to keep them on track because the chances will come. It's only the, really, when you're looking at it, Omar, you'll know better than me, it's only elite level fighters fighting. I don't feel sorry for these kids, prospects who are trying to come through with no big promoter, who are, you know, relying on ticket deals. It's almost stopped their careers. Uh, luckily, I, I only deal with uh, iron operators, so it's working out all right for me at the minute. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's all boxing for me at the minute, but like I say, yeah, I've still got some songs to come out. They're all ready to go. They're all done. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it'll be interesting, to say the least. Okay, Dominic Ingle, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. I'll let you go and call Kid Galahad now, and I'm sure I'll see you during uh, Willie Hutchinson Fight Week. No problem. Nice to meet you, man. Top man, thank you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.